Yo. Head up, think fast. You're about to feel the blast. It's the dopest podcast on the net. Oh, yeah. All us geeks, fresh your bet. We round the world, we round the net. So get ready and get set. Cause we make it look easy, no sweat. Jeff and Jordan, the host. Yeah, they be the best. From the north to the south, to the east to the west. They cover movies, comics, TV shows, books. These guys gonna get you hooked. Don't stop now, just take a look. And don't forget to sign our Facebook. Cause what they doing is board games, video games. Yeah, they on it. They fly like a comet. Interviews is up. This podcast is pure. Give voice to your inner geek, that's for sure. Geek out any topic. No one ain't gonna ever, ever stop it. So if you wanna go and get it on, then head to allisgeeks.com. Welcome to episode 38 of All Us Geeks. I'm Jeff King. And I'm Jordan Steinhoff. And we're here to give voice to your inner geek. Meow. No. This is going to be an abbreviated version of the show. This one and the uh, next one. As we've talked about before, this is my moving month. <laughs> so things are a little goofy for us. You know, if you have enough stuff that it takes you a month to move, yeah, pair down. Well, we have been. I just told you. <laughs> we completely filled our garbage, our dumpster that we ordered. So what we're going to do for this episode, we I got some general stuff we will cover real quick. And then we're just going to do a review. So we're not going to do uh, the watching, playing, reading, all that good stuff. And then the next episode that we do will be strictly a review as well. And then uh, come March, we'll get back on track for a full episode. Woohoo! All right, so general kind of stuff that we wanted to cover. Let's see, uh, the YouTube channel. You want to talk about the YouTube channel a little bit? We have a variety of exciting new content pieces on the YouTube channel. If you go there right now, you will see things about Stones of Fate, Mob Town, Tower, and Wild West Exodus. We've thrown up wonderful content. Yes. Oh, wait, just, let me get it together. Yeah, we threw up some crap on the uh, <laughs> uh, on the YouTube. We've got Wild West Exodus. That's the new Minis Hotness. I put up two videos. They're about an hour each. I generally don't put up stuff that long, but this is a brand new game. It's the new Hotness right now. And on top of the Minis moving around, there was a lot of good rules discussion. So this is not just uh, gameplay. It's a chance for people to, you know, see the rules in action as well. Uh, I didn't do any of my normal fast forwarding because I wanted uh, people to see the rules. So sit down, just... You know, page the, or fast forward through it, to check out different parts. Uh, I tried to zoom in on the models as best I could, but it's a three-player game, and Jordal was at the far end of the table from the camera, so that didn't work out well. But Wild West Exodus is a really fun game, and uh, if you're looking for kind of a weird Western thing, I think this uh, kind of trumps Malifaux. And then, like I said, we've got some component videos for uh, Tower, uh, Mob Town, and... Uh, well, Christ, I said it 10 seconds ago. <laughs> Stones of Fate. Stones of Fate. There well, we go. Actually, we got component videos for Draco Magi mm. and Stones of Fate, and then game preview videos for Mob Town and Tower. Where the components were in the video. Yes. <laughs> but they're a little more than just components. There are, there are regular preview videos, but one, since we had already done a Stones of Fate video, uh, which is in the description of the component video, uh, we just did a component look. And then uh, Draco Magi, we did the full review here on the uh, podcast, but since 
that is such a visual game. Uh, we just wanted to show off the components and show you the pretty, pretty dragons <laughs> that come with that game. So yeah, we've, uh, like most people with New Year's resolutions, we're coming off strong at the beginning of the year. Who knows where we'll be in another month or two? <laughs> February, we still have a full head of steam. <laughs> August, who knows? <laughs> Might not even have a kettle at that point. We are, uh, Recording this on the day our most recent contest ends, so the uh, Stones of Fate, speaking of which, Cosmic Wombat Games, that contest is ending today. So hopefully here soon we'll be talking about the winners of that online. So we'll be looking at, uh, you know, somebody's going to get a Gen Con badge and a deluxe prototype of Stones of Fate with that that box I just saw not too long ago here. <laughs> Jeff posted that he actually got the deluxe wooden box in. It's it's sitting with him waiting to go to whoever wins. So I love getting deluxe wood. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you know what? There's something else uh, I want to talk about. Another new uh, section to our website. What are you writing about on the website now? From well, time to time. <laughs> I, I know you gave it a title, but oh, beyond the panel, I think comics you called beyond it? the panel. Yes. Yeah. I've started uh, putting up. Uh, well, Jeff is welcome to you know jump on the the bandwagon, but I I threw up a review recently for Buzzkill, which I've mentioned on previous apps, and uh, so I decided uh, to that adding written written reviews of uh, stuff like that would be a good ad, and I talked to Jeff and he agreed, so we put up a, a whole section for it. It's in the drop down now. You can go specifically to our Beyond the Panel section, which currently has one. <laughs> one entry <laughs> but it was a review for buzzkill the alcoholic superhero and uh i talked a little bit more in depth about everything that i said in the, in the, the two casts that i talked about it so check out both the comic and that section it's gonna grow it's gonna grow this month even because i'm gonna throw up my thoughts on uh the new miss marvel written by uh a woman that converted to uh islam and the main character is uh an american teen who comes from a Middle Eastern background. Uh, her parents are strong Muslims. And she, the first issue is, uh, you know, she'd like to be a regular American. She doesn't want to be viewed as the only Islamic girl in school. She doesn't want to be, you know, worried about uh, her dress, her religion, or anything like that. So it's, a, it's an origin issue, and I'm going to throw up some more thoughts on that uh, later on this month. And then we're also talking to a few people about potential quarterly segments. So we might have some new quarterly stuff. Nothing written in stone yet, but I'm talking to somebody that might do a game design one. And of course, we are looking for somebody that wants to do a quarterly cosplay segment. Uh, we might have an interview soon. So we might start off the cosplay thing with an actual interview if we can do it. But we are looking for somebody that wants to talk about the cosplay world a, a bit more, obviously more than either Jordan and I can really talk about it. And uh, that we would love to add that as a quarterly segment. Cosplay, not cat play. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Let's see. I want to do... Uh, Talk about the GeekCast Network a little bit because we're about to expand that out. I know it's been a while since we've mentioned the GeekCast Network, mostly because we've kind of focused in on all us geeks here and, and made that what it is today. So now we're ready to take that next level, and uh, the GeekCast Network is going to be a bunch of podcasts with geek-related slants. Of course, right now it's all us geeks and two bald geeks, but I am talking to somebody that's potentially going to add in a podcast here soon. 
they're still in the planning stages. So uh, I've been working with them on the planning side of things, uh, answering questions. But when they're ready to go, they are on board to join the GeekCast network. And uh, we also have been recording. This one is going to happen. Uh, it may only be a one Might one only be shot, 22 eps long. Yeah. but <laughs> Might only be a one-shot podcast, but uh, we're hoping it won't be against odds right now, it seems like. But we have a li- our listener, Mike, has joined myself, and uh, Jordan joins us quite regularly. He's our permanent guest. <laughs> And uh, we're doing one called Almost Podcast that probably by the time this gets out, you might actually be able to to hear the first two episodes of that. And that is a podcast that is a fan cast and companion cast for the Almost Human television show. You've heard us talk about it here. You know, Jordan and I really like that show. Mike is also a big fan of that show. And we got to talking and we decided to go ahead and do a fan slash companion podcast for it. Unfortunately, the ratings are not doing as well as it should be. And part of that is thank you, Fox, for fireflying the show. But as long as it's on, we'll be talking about it. Give it another shot, other Jeff. Yeah. So all. Yeah, that's yes. (laughs) Jeff. Seriously, check it out. So Almost Podcast, and I'll probably be able to put that in the show notes by the time this is out because, like I said, I'm hoping to release the first two episodes of that. So it'll be our intro episode where we introduce ourselves and the cast of the show. And then the second uh, episode is where we actually talk about the pilot. All right. Oh, I wanted to mention this too. In the editing queue right now, so at some point this will be coming out here soon. Gothic Doctor, The Road to Relaunch Part 2 has been recorded. So Doug and I sat down, and this time we talked about those actionable items that we uh, discussed last time. Last time we talked about the lessons, things that they felt uh, they could have improved upon on the first Kickstarter. So now we started discussing actionable items. So uh, that was a great conversation, went a, a good hour. So I am editing that, and that'll be out sometime soon as well. And that's really, uh, I think, what I've got for our general information. So now we're going to review Tower from Undyne Games. Not Undie Games, Nate. No. Yeah, Nate. Learn to read. I, you know what? I went back and checked everything I that did. I posted. I did. I did the same thing. I'm like, I'm like it could have <laughs> happened, but I don't think it did. It's just a letter. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Undyne Games. It's Ben Haskett. And the name of the game is Tower. It's going to be on Kickstarter. Well, it'll already be on Kickstarter by the time this comes out. It's actually going February. Oh, oh, you can make that comment. Well, it's tomorrow. (laughs) So (laughs) I think I'm safe saying that, you know, February 17th and we're doing this on the 16th. I have to edit. Mm, it'll be out before it'll be launched before double standard that's fine oh yeah yeah (laughs) and again uh like you heard us say right at the beginning you can actually go megan and i did a game preview video for tower on our youtube channel so you can go check that out and initial thoughts from the two of us but jordan and i are going to talk about it in depth all right tower you want to go ahead and give the spiel the spiel that comes with a little rule book with the fluff. And the fluff is the rich king wants a new tower built. Uh, you, of course, want to be the builder of this tower and garner many riches for yourself. There's uh, some fluff at the very first page of the rule book that explains the, uh, the fluff of the game. Uh, recursive man is recursive. <laughs> um, but essentially you are 
buying component or you are theoretically buying components to build your tower. This is a fairly straightforward game. You have components such as hay, clay, lumber, and water that you need to build your tower. You get these by gathering gems uh, and uh, then placing your worker in whichever marketplace tile you uh you want to buy your components from the number of uh tiles and the number of uh blueprints scale by the number of players so this is 45 to 60 minutes two to four players ages eight and up and you will be working around a set of marketplace tiles as i said that scales by the number of players and each marketplace tile has different spots on it where your resources are going to be uh, not all resources are on the same tile, so you might have something with wheat and brick and water, and something else might have ah! <laughs> might have hay or lumber and clay. Technically, Just a clarification: there's no wheat. I know neither <laughs> neither is there brick. Uh, we we were being. <laughs> Uh, contrary, uh, just to irritate one of our listeners. The actual components, <laughs> the actual building components are straw, clay, lumber, and water. So there will be various combinations of this at various costs on each tile. At the start of your turn, you will uh, draw some gems. Uh, you may then have the option of putting your worker on one of these tiles to buy what you need. Each resource on the tile has its gem cost listed there. Uh, what I'm looking at right now, for instance, the straw needs two blue gems. The clay needs a red gem, two blue gems, and a green gem. So the gem colors are blue, green, red, and there is a wild card, a uh, wild gem, <laughs> that is black. Hmm? I don't know if I technically call it a wild well it can fill in for you can take it to you it's either black well, market okay. or you take yes, it to salil to it's, get two instead of trading in for right it, it doesn't fill in but you can get uh, yeah okay so you're correct it's not technically a wild card but you trade it in for what you need doesn't have to be two of the same it can be one and one right but so it, it's not functionally a wild card but it's gets you what you need and then as jeff said there's the black market where you go to get cards that are going to have in-game effects Stuff that prevents you, your opponent from doing things or benefits you. And then there's also the merchant Salil. He's technically the tack collector. You go there and you can trade in one black gem for two of any others. And then there's also a uh, trade legend, you know, trading in your gems. So this is where you go to trade in your gems to get what you need on the turn that you actually want to build stuff. And then the black market also has a gem. Everything has a gem cost. You have the resources you buy. Uh, dealing with Cilial or the Black Market. The Black Market cards cost either one black gem, six green gems, four blue gems, or two red gems. Green is the, the most common color, so it's the least valuable in terms of black marketing. Black, obviously, is the rarest. So Jeff got them all, so I don't know how <laughs> rare they are. It's all right. When we were playing, Megan got almost all of them, so <laughs> I, I know how you feel. So the black market lets you do things like preventing your opponent from drawing gems or preventing them keeping or getting resources, stuff like that. It's uh, there, There's one in there I know that you can turn in as a wild for a resource. Yeah. Uh, there's one that, you know, you, you can steal your opponent's resources. 
Uh, there's a there's one for if an opponent is on a marketplace tile, you can't go there. But there's one that says, hey, you know, if you want to play this card, uh, you can go to an occupied marketplace tile as well. The other thing uh, to kind of point out about the black market cards is there's a cost to collect them. And you can collect up to three of them. You're going to draw three and pick however, however many you've paid for, but you're supposed to pay up front. So, and you can mix the gems by how much it costs for each black market card. So, you know, you, you basically kind of say, I'm going to the black market. Uh, I've got a black gem and two red gems. So I'm going to trade those in and take and keep two of the three cards I look at. So then you'll draw those cards, look at all three, decide which ones you're keeping that you've paid for, put the other ones back on top in any order you want. But then there's also a, usually a cost to actually play the card. And that is just a number on the bottom of the card and it's just gems. You decide what the gems are, but it, you know, it might be anywhere from zero to like three or four gems, I think I've seen. So you have to pay that cost when you play the card to actually get the effect. And you can only ever have three black market cards at any given time. Basically what Jordan has been describing is all of the action phase and you can do all of that in any order you want. So you can buy from the marketplace, you can exchange with Salil and you can go to the black market all in the action phase and in any order you want. The other componentry is the city card where you will actually be putting your tower components, the the build cards where it'll have the resources you need. So you draw three cards after after your first. So first, you're going to draw a card, and that's going to have the resources you need to build the tower. So, for instance, uh, the one I'm looking at right now has... Uh, requirement of three lumbers, one brick, and some water. Everything has a requirement of five components. Uh, it's just different components. And uh, after your first one, you will draw three and keep one. And this can make it a little bit more easier, a little more, more difficult to create, uh, complete your towers. Then there is the gems themselves. These are pretty standard plastic gems. I mean, they, they serve their purpose. And then we've got... Uh, Wooden components for the resources. So there's wooden barrels of water, wooden hay, wooden lumber, hay, wooden lumber, <laughs> and the wooden clay. And then your tower pieces and your meeples. So the towers and the meeples all match colors. You know, there's color for each player. Uh, the component tree is all pretty standard and not uh, not at all in excess of what you need. It's not uh, not a lot of extra fluffy components here it's what you need to play the game and it all serves its purpose very well the supplies go on the marketplace tiles uh once you've bought the supply comes off you can't buy that same supply again until it is refilled and is refilled when somebody builds their tower yep and in the base game you can't buy uh components that you don't need so you can't like say, oh, well, I know my opponent's going for clay. I'm going to take extra clay. You can only buy what you need for your build. There are some variants, though, where you can do that kind of thing, uh, and those are included. The other thing, too, of course, this is a prototype we're reviewing, so these aren't the final components. Uh, I've seen... It may the, get really flashy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I've seen the preview of the Kickstarter, and like the resource components that we have is actually a stretch goal. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be 
cubes to start with. And then if they get to the funding goal for the stretch goal, that's what it'll replace. Uh, they're not using the plastic stackers for the tower. They actually have like little wood meeple things. Good. Uh, that they're using. So we don't have the final components. Obviously that's, that's a pretty normal thing for yep. a review, but just to point that out. So once you, once the Kickstarter hits, go ahead and go check it out and you'll see what the game is starting off with and what you can help potentially make it to be. So the very first, the draw phase, once you've got the basic setup done, you're going to draw three gems from the bag. The gems are all blind. You don't get to, or the draw is blind. You don't get to see what you're drawing. You draw three gems. In the action phase. So before you do that, because I always do it this way, if you don't do anything else, you get to draw two more gems. Well, So if you skip the action in the build phase and don't want to, you don't do anything else, you can just draw two more gems. But if you do something, you don't get to draw those two gems. So then if you've decided you're going to do something else, uh, Jordan's going to tell us what the actions are. Yeah, since Jeff covered the last part that I was going to cover. <laughs> okay, so you've drawn your three gems. You are going to do something. You're not going to get the two bonus gems for being indecisive. It's actually, it's not indecisive. It's, well, we'll get to that. Then you move into the action phase. And as Jeff said, you can do these in any order. You can purchase one or more resource from a single marketplace tile. So if one marketplace tile has three components that you need and you can afford all three, buy them. Then you can also trade with Salil, as we talked about, the tax collector. You can trade in your black gems for whatever you need or trade in your colored gems for a different color. You know, it's just a bit of uh, gem manipulation. And then, as we discussed before, there is buying from the black market deck, if you so choose. So that's your three options during the action phase. Buying, trading, or using uh, your black market cards. Uh, Then you move on to the build phase, if you have the resources. So you've got your build card. You've got the required two lumber and three wheat. (sighs) Damn it! (laughs) (sighs) They all have it. Damn it. (laughs) You've got the required resources. (laughs) Now I'm just throwing cards around. You've got the resources. You're going to discard your build card. You're going to return all the resources that you've used, and you're going to put your first tower piece on the city card. And as the person returning the resources, you get to choose where they go if there are multiple places for a resource to go. So you basically get to kind of decide how much that resource is going to be worth going into the next round. Right. And then everybody is uh, stacking their tower, correct? We're we're not building individual towers. No, it's one. Yeah, one tower. Gameplay continues this way until the tower is built. Yeah, it's uh, the first person to get all three of their tower pieces onto the tower uh, is the winner. So it's a, it's a, uh, the idea is you're not necessarily the best builder. You just want to be the fastest builder. (laughs) Government contract. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, that's, uh, that's the basis for the game. And so let's see, uh, components. Jordan already kind of covered the components. And again, this is a prototype. What comes with the prototype is great. If it was just the prototype stuff, I'm absolutely happy with this game. I, I think it, it's a solid game and looks very nice. The only thing that I know would be a bit different is the tiles because these are the prototype ones. They don't have backs. Obviously, Mm -hmm. a a retail version would have a a back, which adds nothing to the game other than just look. Yeah. So great components. Uh, Again, I've seen the preview Kickstarter. Those components are equally as good. Like I said, the one thing that's going to be a bit different is the resources that you're gathering 
our cubes to start with, but the stretch goal takes it to the components that we've got. So, I think it's totally worth it, people, to get to the stretch goal where you're going to get the custom yep, the custom components. Definitely. I like that. All right. So mechanics. What did you think of the mechanics overall? It's very simple. There's no confusion here. Uh, everything flows well together. Uh, each section only has, well, the action phase only has three things and the build phase only has one thing. And everything flows in the action phase and the build phase. What what can you get wrong? You're only doing yeah. one thing. So uh, mechanics, very smooth. Yeah, this is a, a very simple, solid and light resource management and worker placement. I mean, it's it's a very nice gateway game. I would easily lend this into my gateway pile uh, and have casual players play it. Uh, like I said, you, you can see when <laughs> nice. You, you can see in the video, you know, I got to play it with Megan. She really enjoyed it as well. Uh, and it just, it works really well together. It's a very simple concept that comes around into a very solid game and it introduces those two mechanics very easily to somebody that might not be used to that type of game. Yeah, definitely. It's an excellent gateway game. And if you've got a, Season group of players, it's good filler too. You know, if you're looking for something short, 45 to 60, even at full players, I think is uh, a long game. You know, I don't think it will go that long yeah, consistently. I, no, I, I don't think so either. Uh, I think like uh, the the video that we did was like 30 minutes. It was a two-player. It was like 30 minutes, but that was intro, showing the components, and final thoughts, and talking through it but like we showed the entire game and talked through it oh and i went back uh, i will go back because i said we were going to cover it and then not if you, you draw your three gems and then if you don't do anything else i may i joked about being indecisive you get the two extra gems it's not indecision you might just not have a resource you might not have a play that turn if the resource you need to be able to build is not available because all the all the bricks are gone off the board and you just have no choice but to wait and so then you take your gems yep or like the turn before, you've like wiped out your gems buying everything and now yep. you don't have anything that you can really do. You just need to start collecting gems. Yeah. I like that they give you a little something to do, you know, instead of just having a wash turn. Yeah, I, I like that. And I also like the fact that they mitigated some of the luck because, you know, you get the blind gem draw uh, with Salil. Mm -hmm. So you get the, like you said, gem manipulation. And there are some uh, there are some black market cards that help with that as well. And, and so, after the first round, you get to choose what you're going to build. So yeah. after your first piece, uh, tower piece, I should say, you get to choose. Because it's not rounds. Each person, you know, you might not get a build if you never get the, you know, in a multiplayer game. Yeah. But it, so it's not rounds. People are just going around doing all their thing. It's it's a matter of getting to the tower end first. So, yeah. I mean, there are rounds. It goes in a circle. But it's not <laughs> like there's, it's defined like that. So, yeah. All right. Rules. What did you think of the rules for this one? Uh, pretty good and pretty straightforward. The book as we have it here is 12 pages, including the front and back cover. The fluff on the inside of the front cover is, is there, but then the actual rule. Yeah, it's there. But <laughs> the, in the actual rules itself are from page three to page 11. And that includes card geography. And, you know, definition of terms and stuff like that, you know, what Salil does and what you're doing in each phase of uh, the action phase and then in the build phase. It's fairly easy to read. You know, visually, it's not tough on the eyes. Everything is well bulleted where it needs to be. It's good color breaks. And I think it reads pretty well. And we got a solid first play or you read it and mm -hmm. told me and we got a solid first play. 
without needing to refer to the rules after that. I don't think so. And then, of course, the back page is the summary, the turn summary, turn summary yeah. which is really nice. So, you, yeah, at most, you basically have the rule book out and have the back page sitting there. Yeah, there was there was nothing really to refer back to. Again, this, that's another thing that really makes this a really nice gateway game. The rules are very solid as is. Got through it, had no questions on how to play it, and... uh we played played through, like we said, we played through a game. I played through games with Megan, uh, and I've yet to really go back and refer through the rule book after reading it the first time to just know how to play. Uh, mm-hmm. Like I said, put the back page on the uh, table and you're good. So teachability, this one, uh, obviously, you can kind of tell. I think it's very teachable. It's very favorable to casual and new gamers. This is something I would definitely add to my uh, gateway pack, take to a convention or a game day uh, and teach new people. And uh, again, the casual player, you got some people that uh, come around and, and you can talk into a casual game here and there. This is a solid one to introduce. So teachability is is very high on this one. Theme. What'd you think of the theme? Ah, uh, you know that's where it's uh, falls apart a little bit for me. You know the fluff given in, uh, on the cover and uh, the art uh, on the box, the art on the cards. It's it's an attempt to give it kind of a a Middle Eastern feel on the box and the cards, but that's not uh, transferred to the fluff on the inside. That doesn't take away anything from the fluff. Thematically, I think it's pretty light, but it doesn't need to be uh, doesn't need to be epic. But it just uh, – uh, there's nothing there that really keeps me in in the feel of Middle Eastern tower building. The game itself functions well without it. So I don't think it, at its core it's resource management and work placement. And it survives well even though the uh, – you're, you're looking more – or at least I was looking more at what resources were available on the cards rather than uh, the artwork on the cards. Yeah, the uh... – I guess for like the marketplace tiles, yeah, I wasn't really focused in on what the actual artwork was there, but I will say like for black market cards and Salil, I'm always cursing Salil. <laughs> so, uh, you know, even though Salil is actually there to try to help me out, I was like, damn, Salil, give up some of them gems. <laughs> Stupid tax collector. <laughs> uh, so I, I think it, it resonated a little bit more with me. I mean, you're, you're right. I mean, uh, it's not like, it's not, it's not dripping in theme to the point where, you know, you're, you know, you're dug in and I'm a, I'm a tower engineer, damn it. And, <laughs> and this is what I'm doing. Bring but, me my laser level. I have a tower to build. <laughs> yeah. But I think for, for what it's trying to convey and for it being a nice, light, casual game, I think the theme fits it very well. Mm. And I think it does a good job. And I, you know, like even the black market cards, I think have fluff on them. I mean, the picture in the box matches what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a little more, uh, positive, I guess, overall on that. I was on negative. I mean, I said it doesn't take no, you were Jordan. away. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. Well. See ya. You can just get out of my house now. <laughs> yeah, do we mention that we're doing this on the portable? Probably not. If it sounds a little bit different, that's why we are doing portable recordings for this month as well <laughs> to to get the recordings in. All right, last thing, fun factor. So what did you think of fun factor? It's enjoyable. You know, like we said, this is a gateway game. 
it's it's a light game and as it, it, it's 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 fun it's not boring and it's not a grind you know it's social it's very much a social game you're going to talk as much as you are going to, especially if you're waiting for somebody to build their tower so you can get your resources yeah. uh yeah it's a it's a social game and you're going to talk while you're playing this game with uh the other two to three players yeah it's a it's a very enjoyable game yeah, I, I really like this game. And one of the things, like you mentioned, is like there, especially if you play multiple, but even in a two player game, but with multiple players, you're going to, at some point during the game, you're going to be resource tight. You're waiting for resources to come back out. Is that a bad thing? I don't necessarily think so. I mean, you know, some people might go, well, guy, you know, I, I can't build my pl- place until you do something. So you're blocking me from a potential race to the win. But you also got to remember that there are the black market cards mm-hmm. and there are things in the black market card that let you, like I said, there's a wild for resources. There's a way to manipulate gems. There's ways to go on spots that other players are blocking. So uh, there's some randomness in the cards and yeah, there is yeah. some blocking, but it's not, it's not punishment. I mean, no, there, not at there's all. no at all, you know, feeling of, there's obviously there's a feeling of you know minor feeling of frustration when you you're, you want to get the win in you've got your third tower ready to go except for that one piece of clay right. but that's where you go hit the market that's th- right hit the black Just market hard buy it as you know <laughs> if you can't get to it uh, normal or somebody's already got it hit the black market because there's a steel there's a wild yep you know there there are cards to help you out even if the market tiles can't. So, yeah, it's a very enjoyable game. The one thing that kept popping in my head, because I've played this multiple times now, I would love it, uh, or at the time I was thinking I would love it if there was a way to randomize the payment for different resources. On the Kickstarter preview, that is an add-on pack, and it's like four, five bucks or something to get tokens to randomize what the cost Mm -hmm. of things are. I like that. That'd be good. Uh, So that's And even without that, though, this game doesn't, play the same every time you play it because there's so many different elements to it yeah there's a big stack of uh, uh of your blueprint of your your build deck that you're you're going to work through and then how you get to place your components as you put them back like jeff said i mean if you see because there's an option optional rule to hide what you're building or or have it visible so if you're having it visible and you want to be a dick and you know the dude needs wheat, <laughs> when you you finish, you put your wheat on the most expensive wheat tile available. It's uh, so there is some control there, uh, yep. you know. So that to me, the add-on pack just adds a nice little extra flavor to yep. that. Something that I thought of while we were playing it, it was like, oh, this would be kind of cool to add that one more element to make it different every time you play it. And of course, I see the preview and. Of course, he's thought of it, and and it's like I said, four or five bucks for that kind of add-on for uh, good size uh, cardboard tokens. I'd I'd pay that to have the mix in. So yeah, it's th- this is a, a good win for me all the way around. I think so. Definitely check out the Kickstarter. Like I said, it's starting February seventeenth. A solid game, and there you, you can you know we've talked about it. We've got the video. You can see a lot of other people have have really talked about and. Uh, praise this game so definitely check it out when it hits kickstarter all right and i think like we said that's going to be the abbreviated that's episode 38 that's, thanks that's for listening yeah. <laughs> that is our episode 38 39 is going to be uh even more abbre- well it's at least going to be a game review i don't know if it'll be abbreviated <laughs> never know when we start talking but uh it will definitely uh not have like uh general topic stuff up front 
All right, so I'm Jeff King. And I'm the Canadian. Thanks for listening. Where we unleash the bomb Jeff and Jordan From coast to coast Best of the best The number